getting all confused up here with no deacon. It's hard when you don't have your deacon. Try to imagine what it would be like to not be able to see. Try to imagine what it is like to live in total darkness. I used to play a stupid game in which I would close my eyes, me and my friends, we'd close our eyes and we'd see how far you could run. (laughs) Keep in mind, we also had a game called Stare at the Sun and Who Could Hold Their Breath the Longest? So we weren't the smartest children. But I remember running in that darkness and the fear that I had that I was going to run into something. Again, imagine what it would have been like to have never seen a sunrise or a sunset. The splendor of the stars and the moon. Imagine having never seen the ocean or a great lake. I was hunting last week and early in the morning, one of the most favorite parts for me when I hunt is the quiet and just watching the light overtake the darkness and the different colors and the beauty that surrounds you. Imagine having never seen that either. This is the situation of the blind man. And we're meant to identify with the blind man from the gospel today because all of us, in one way or another, do not see properly. There's areas of our life where we are blind. And we have all been born into spiritual blindness. When I was in seminary, I went, had an opportunity to go to Africa. And <clears throat> when I was down there, there was a, we had the chance to meet actually quite a few blind people, but also a leper. And I thought for the longest time that leprosy was done. You heard it in the gospel, but it's a curable disease. We have drugs for it, just pills. If you just take a pill, leprosy is gone. But in Africa, it still exists. And every morning we would go to different places. One morning we went to an AIDS orphanage where we saw the children who had been orphaned because their parents had contracted the AIDS virus and had died. We would visit people who were in the dying stages of AIDS. We visited schools and villages, but one day, about a 20-minute drive, we went to a small school. Right outside the main gate of that school sat an old lady. She had leprosy. She had no hands. She had no feet. She lived a mile and a half from the road. And she would crawl there every day on what was left of her stumps and her knees. When we showed up, she asked to shake my hand. And she held out her diseased stump of an arm. And I recoiled. And I can still see her very clearly in my mind. Because I couldn't see past the disease. I was blind. I couldn't see the person. But then there was a man, his name was Zachariah. And he had been cured of his spiritual blindness. Because he picked her up and carried her a mile and a half to her house. He's one of the most joyful men I have ever met in my life. Where are you blind? Where do you not see properly? And maybe a better question is, do you really want to see? There's something interesting about the gospel, right? Bartimaeus, it says, 
throws off his cloak, and runs to Jesus. Imagine what that would look like. A blind man, running. He was running into people, into stuff, just trying to get to the voice of Jesus. And he falls at his feet. And then Jesus says to him this, What do you want me to do for you? I kind of picture myself like I'm the blind man. I'm like, I can't see. I would like to see. But he makes him name it. He makes him name it. And then, and then he says, go, your faith has saved you. And it says later on that Bartimaeus actually got up and followed Jesus. So after he was cured of his, not only his physical blindness, but his spiritual blindness, he got in line with Jesus. So many of us are blind in certain areas of our life, and either we don't know it or we don't really want to see And what I mean by this is, do you really ask to see? Do you ask Jesus to see in every aspect of your life, especially those that you don't understand? So many people come to me and they have different, a variety of issues, and they say, I don't understand why this is happening. And I say to them, have you asked Jesus why this is happening? And they look at me dumbfounded and say, no. And I say, why not? Do you really want to see? There are so many times in my life where things happen to me and I'm just, and they can be from the most mundane, dumb thing that you would just say is silly to huge things. And I ask Jesus to show me what he's doing and he does. Now it doesn't happen like that. And I have to keep asking him, Lord, why, why this? Why this? I'll never forget one of the ones that always is, is kind of funny to me. <clears throat> when I was at Christ the King, I was first a priest there. And my secretary, uh, I went over to their house. I had bought this new car. And I, I went over to their house. I was so excited. I bought pizza for their kids. Because that's what you do. When you spend a lot of money, you spend more money. <laughs> and then you give people free stuff, right? And I went over there. And we were just having a great time. And I was showing them the car and everything. And... And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> she's like, I got to get going. Great to see you, Father. I have practice over at the church for Christmas concert. And I'm like, great, good to see you. So she leaves. Comes back in about, I don't know, two minutes. And she's like, Father, I need your keys. Your, your car's parked behind mine. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh. I was like, I'll move it. And she's like, no, 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 no need to. I'll do it. And my buddy's like, hey, detachment, Father. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Threw her the keys. And I said, go ahead, break it, destroy it. I don't care. It's just a thing. Trying to be the good priest, you know. And so she moves it, comes back in, gives me the keys, and then leaves. And about 10 minutes later, my buddy's phone rings, and she's like bawling. I can hear her on the other line. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. And he's like, no, don't, no, he'll understand. And I'm like, who's he? (laughs) And they're like, no, no, honey, he's a priest. (laughs) I'm like, no. Something's wrong here. So he hangs up the phone and he's like, I got I to gotta show you something. So we go outside. I had, I, had per, I had owned this car less than 12 hours. And I blessed it. <laughs> I blessed it. And when you bless things, you're, right? Nothing bad's supposed to happen. And I remember saying in the blessing, I said, Jesus, thank you for this. Don't ever let it be an attachment. 
Amen. And I came outside, and here she had not moved my car. She did after she hit it. So she had hit it, and the hood had buckled straight up. And I'm like, oh. And my buddy's like, it's okay, right? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And I remember driving home that night with my head out the window because I couldn't see, you know, trying. And I got in the garage, and I went into the chapel, and I'm like, Lord, what the heck? I blessed it. Why did this happen? And I remember hearing very clearly, not like this audible voice, but just in your heart, this voice saying, you never wanted it to be an attachment. I'm like, yeah. He's like, so I wrecked it for you. I was totally at peace. I really was. I was at peace. It stunk. And, you know, I couldn't have my car forever. And, but I, I was at peace. I could tell you a hundred stories, maybe a thousand, where I have asked Jesus to open my eyes to see what he is really doing. And he does it. But do you have the desire that Bartimaeus had? When something bad is happening to your life, do you run to him and beg him, I want to see? Or do you just say, why does this always happen to me? I have so many problems. God doesn't love me. Things are a mess and they're always a mess and life's a mess. And you go into this self-pity, this pity party. Or do we move, do our hearts move to see? My friends, ask him to see and he will show you. Our faith enlightens our darkest times and allows us to see clearly in the darkest nights. Because we rely not on ourself, but on Jesus so that we can truly see. Ask him, ask him to heal your blindness.